Like the majority of other Australians, I've always lived in a suburb. In fact, uh, the suburb almost seems to be uh, the invention of Australia. I always remember one time when we were children, we were taken for a holiday in the country, and the day we got back, uh, my father, and I've never forgotten it, said, ah, it's good to feel the asphalt under your feet again. And perhaps because of that sort of heritage, I've always felt somehow uh, safer and more involved in a city. At any rate, I've never had any impulse to go and paint country landscape. It's hard to explain why uh, one would get pleasure out of walking around city streets because they're pretty drab, I suppose, but I've always been fascinated by people in public places and, and I uh, never get tired of looking at them. In the 1950s and 60s, Brack turned his attention to the suburban sprawl apparent in Melbourne. Images like The New House chronicle Menzies era Australia, a time of post-war stability, relative financial security, and a growing middle class. In contrast to the war years, the average Australian enjoyed a comparatively high living standard. Home ownership rose dramatically within the space of a decade, as did sales of consumer goods such as cars and radios, and items for the aspirational home decorator. The new house presents a young modern couple in their smart suburban home, complete with a visual pun. Above the fireplace sits a print of Van Gogh's 1888 painting, Longlois Bridge, perfectly complementing the colour scheme chosen for the walls and the carpet. In the same year that Brack painted The New House, he remarked that no one today is shocked by Van Gogh. Reproductions of his paintings fill the land. Van Gogh's work, previously so shocking, has been softened in context of the suburban home and reduced to the role of wallpaper. Despite their sometimes cheery visions of prosperity, there is a sense of anxiety and tension through many of Brack's images of the suburbs. Brack's paintings were never merely saccharine, lyrical portraits of the so-called golden era of the post-war Menzies period. In fact, he railed against some painters' habit of creating sunny, vacuous productions, which are just the thing to round off the sitting-room furniture. Brack demanded that painters be rigorous and principled in their painting. This did not mean manufacturing legends about a mythical Australia. Brack found recent figurative art, especially explorations of Australia's 19th-century bush legends, unconvincing. Bush rangers bore me, he declared, admonishing Australians to leave the epic alone. Rather, he encouraged artists to look around them and paint what they knew best. If a painter remained true to their environment and context, and combined this with new discoveries in art, this would also reinvigorate painting. He once said, The image cannot be a weak-kneed creep back to the fatuousness of Victorian story painting with its hypocritical parade of sentimental dummies. It is possible, I feel, to use the discoveries of the Cubists, their pictorial strength and toughness, to come to grips with the clear, direct image our eyes show us every day, and to condense and intensify it. We must be able to look 
and not recoil.